Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Voice of the Fan Sportscast. I'm your host, Ben Reynolds. We have RC, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. What's going on, guys? Yo. What's going on? Back like we never left. Hey, that's how I like it, man. If y'all want to hear some good NBA NFL news, come listen to us. We got you. We got you. So... You know, the NFL draft is coming up, and we still bringing down East Division. And I didn't know how quick the NFL draft was upon us, so we had to do a little doubling down on divisions, guys. There's no way that we can just take our time with one division every pod. So we're going to do two divisions tonight. Uh, We're going to start off with the NFC North, just because, you know, we, we have a lot of Packers and Bears fans. But uh, we're going we're gonna, to – I want to start off with the Lions because they seem like they up and coming. So we're going to let RC take over this. The Lions, they are getting the second pick in the NFL draft. RC, what they doing? It better be Kayvon Thibodeau. You need somebody with football, with everybody in the AFC quarterbacking up, and then there's still great quarterbacks in the NFC. You need somebody that can, they can get to the passer, and that's the way you neutralize – Great passes with great pass rushes. So Kayvon Thibodeau, I would take him number two over Aiden Hush. If you if you take the if you take Aiden Hush Hutchinson is his name, mm-hmm. he, he's from Michigan. I mean he played at Michigan, so it probably might be you know be a lot of pressure on him. So I wouldn't take the kid from Michigan. I would take Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. Yeah, I like his size, man. <laughs> to be honest, he's just tall and long and he you know, he can shed them offensive blockers like it ain't nothing. And he got the speed to do it, and he's smart. So uh, I think he'll fit the mold of the Lions, what they trying to bring to the table, toughness, you know, never quit attitude. And we look to see, you know, what the Lions have done in the free agency. You know, they haven't done much. They did a little quiet signings. You know, they got the gritty type players like DJ Chalk. You know, he's a baller. They signed him for a one-year deal, and then they signed Josh Reynolds. Uh, we gonna, you know, he teamed up with with his, with his boy. You know, they re-signed him for a ten, two-year deal, and so that was saying they did like little quiet signings on the offense side of the ball. Uh, Gerard Davis, Mike Hughes, Mike Hughes, he can he can play, and uh, you know, they just doing little things here and there. But I like that pick, especially in that division. Where um they just don't have stellar defense in that division, but 
Uh, if you if you come one on top teams with a bad no with a what I mean by bad defense, I mean them dudes can get out there, them boys can play, they can hustle. Then you know they're gonna win you a lot of games. So I'm pretty excited for what the Lions are doing, especially since Dan Campbell has come from the Saints coaching tree. You know you got root on them, them old Saints, ain't that right, Tyler? Yes, sir. So. I'm up. The Packers, right? They taking. They have the 22nd and the 28th pick in the first round. So we all we saw that huge Devontae Adams trade. Sent him to. Uh, I about to say Oakland. Sent him to Las Vegas. Uh, what do you say, Gatwood? Idiotic trade. Yeah, idiotic trade. It just blew my mind. You know. Uh, but they see him, which left a gaping hole at receiver. Mm. Right? So, it just common sense to take a receiver, right? One of those two picks has to be a receiver. One or two have to be a receiver, like Chris Olave, Trey Burks. I mean, one of them guys might fall to them. So, if I'm the Packers, I'm beefing up my wide receiver, car, my wide receiver core just because uh, – you know, we lost Devonta Adams. None of the receivers coming out of draft can just fill that void, you know. But you just got to add a weapon because now your offense is not as scary as it was with Devonta Adams. And I think with the other pick, the 28 pick, uh, a problem go pass rush. Hmm. Because we lost, I said we, just because the Packers lost to Darius Smith, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a huge loss. He was the best pass rusher on the Green Bay defense. So you lost your best receiver, then you lost your best your best pass rusher. You got you gotta go pass rush because like uh RC was talking about, man, you gotta have some go getters. Just if losing you ain't the first pressure, round. you're gonna lose. Just losing the first round again. <laughs> but they may feel like they may feel like with Sean Gary. Is just as good as in Darius Smith because if I watched it, they still got the other Smith kid. What's his name? Preston Smith on mm-hmm. the other end. I'm gonna tell you something, man. Green Bay is one of those teams. I'm confused. Like I don't really know what they're doing. Like I don't really. It don't make nothing. Every move they done made don't make sense to me. It's like they're going backwards. Like they're cool with being mediocre. I guess I don't know. I have no clue what they're doing. Um, in Green Bay. Yeah, I'd be pissed if I was a Packers fan. Yeah, because with the moves they made in the offseason, right, it just seemed like they were competing for a championship this past season. Now they're like, we're not competing, but we kind of are competing. <laughs> uh, they had, they, it seemed like they don't know what they want to do. Like, we just – we competing just to, you know, uh, impress Rodgers – that we at least trying, but we're not really trying because we want Jordan Love to take over. We kind of want to rebuild, but since we signed Aaron Rodgers, you know, we got to compete, right? It just seems like they teetering on what should we, what direction should they go. And they pay Rodgers all his money, but they it seems like they unsure of themselves, which is kind of strange. I don't know if that fall on the GM or the head coach, but – uh. They just seem like they don't, they don't know what they're doing. And and what RC just said, Preston Smith, he signed a four-year extension worth 52 
million. So it seemed like, uh, you know, he was doing the job. So that's why they let the other Smith go because uh, he was just creating pressure too. But I'm looking at their uh, free agency signing. I just feel like I feel like they went from the second or third best team in the NFC to like fourth or fifth. Like, like he said, like like RC said, like it feels like they're going backwards. Like you still got Aaron Rodgers. You signed him with that huge extension. It seems like you want to compete, like and mm-hmm. add to that team. Yeah, it's I don't know. Not trade your best target and the best receiver in the game, and not do anything in free agency. Yeah. Uh. I'm looking at it. They lost uh, MVS, of course, to the Chiefs. They lost St. Brown to the Bears, and they didn't lose nothing. They they do they did lose you know something major in Devonta Adams, but it seemed like they kept their core players. But uh, it seemed like they just really unsure what they really, what direction they going. I think Aaron Rodgers holding them hostage. To be honest, do y'all feel like they had to pay him the money? I mean, if they, I mean, unless they wanted to go with Jordan Love, which would be stupid. So yeah, pretty much. It's, it's weird. It's like they want to compete, but they don't. Like, <laughs> oh no. I don't think Rodgers cares about rings. I think he cares about the money at this point. He might not, but you know, if you if they want to compete, they got to sign Rodgers instead of going with Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a choice, but yeah, but but I mean, if Rodgers took all that money, he knew they couldn't. He knew they couldn't have Devontae. Like so, he had to be part of that process, just like letting them walk. So, in Aaron Rodgers' mind, is he thinking about rebuilding, or are he just thinking about just getting paid? Like, does he, at this point, does he really paid. care? Nah, but maybe knows, man. nobody really what if, on his mind. What if Devontae Adams was already out of there before? That could be a possibility. Because, yeah. but I feel like if that was the case, I mean, I don't know. It is a weird situation though, because like. When your number one receiver leaves like that and you're that old already and you're still like in the back half of your career, like you don't want to rebuild. No. I don't know. That's a weird situation. I guess we're going to see how they do this coming up season. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Gatwood, you're on the board with the Vikings. They have the 12th overall pick. What are they going to do? Uh, I think that they need a pass rusher and secondary. So, that those are the two positions I see the most for them is really defense. They have they still have a solid offense. They have Dalvin Cook and the Thielen Jefferson. Um, they do need another. They need probably another interior o lineman, but I'd I'd say they can go later on with, without that. They really need to beef up the defense. Uh, get a get a good pass rusher or a a free safety or probably another corner. It's a pretty deep corner class. If if Sauce Gardner somehow dropped twelve, which he probably won't, I mean, you got to take him. Uh, I mean, they have Patrick Peterson. He's getting old at corner, and then they don't really have any other big name corners that are really good. Uh, I'd probably go pass rush though first, unless Sauce Gardner drops. What's so interesting you said about pass rush? What were the Vikings? Defense predicated on pass rushing, yeah, getting to a court that front four and that that uh time span time span of like 2000, what was that 14? No, that was 2000, 
about 16 and up, man, that that they always had like a good defensive rotation. I mean, they do have a, they have two good D linemen. I mean, they have Daniel Hunter, and then they had they signed as Darius Smith. What was the what was the other guy that kind of had like a mental breakdown on on Instagram? What was his uh, name? That wasn't I mean, Hunter, was it? That was the other guy, Everson Griffin. Yeah, he, he's he's not on the roster anymore. Uh, but they do have Daniel Hunter and Zadarius Smith. They're solid, but I do. Think, I think I think secondary is probably first round, maybe pass rush second round for them. Yeah, I'll probably go secondary to be honest. I'm gonna tell you a dominant player for them that was really good last year that, that nobody speak about. It was Sheldon Richardson. He he played up and down their D line, like when he played against us. He terrorized our offensive line because he was lining them at three technique and then he was moving them to the end. And you know he's originally a DN, so um, the Vikings, right. the Vikings are one of those teams, man. That you know they're another one. They they're a few pieces away from being really really competitive. They just got a new head coach too, so they're gonna be running the same offense. Everybody else is running on the Shanahan tree. So where did uh? Where'd Sheldon Richardson go? He's he's with the Vikings. I think he's still with the Vikings. He played with them last year. I don't know where he's at now, but he was with the Vikings. I was looking at their depth chart and I didn't see him on there. Yeah, he must be gone then, because last year he was on that on their on their defense, and I was like, I had forgot about him because he was in Cleveland. And then, it's saying it's saying that. Uh, well, let me see. It's saying he's still on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it didn't show it on the depth chart. If they have Sheldon Richardson, Daniel Hunter, and Zadarius Smith, that's actually pretty solid. I think they should go secondary. Yeah, they go Corn Cowood, Patrick Peterson on one side. Uh, they had a rookie from a couple years ago. I don't know. He Cam, Cam Dantzler. Yes, is he still on the roster? Yeah, they still got him. But I still think they need they need another corner or another safety. Probably a corner. I get a corner. Yeah, a corner. I mean, knowing you got Harrison Smith back there, I'm pretty sure the back end would be pretty decent. Uh, the corners, man, they they've been giving it a lot of chump plays, big time plays. Patrick Patrick Pearson's on the back of his career, so you you probably want to get younger at that position. So yeah, I, yeah, I think Patrick Pearson would be a really good number two right now. So they need to get a number one. I think if they can, I mean, obviously you're not guaranteed a number one with your first round pick, but. Some more youth that like like a, somebody with some skill like Sauce Gardner, but he's probably gonna be gone. Yep, most definitely, man. Uh, Tyler, you're up with the Bears. They have the they don't have a first round pick. No, so, hey, <laughs> <laughs> are, are you working with the 39th Ew. pick in the second round and the 48th pick? So at least you got two picks in the second round. Yeah, uh, I would. I think first I would go, I would go first probably with receiver. Probably try mm. to pass the best receiver taken. I mean the best receiver that's there. Yeah, cause to help out Justin Fields after they lost um, um Allen, Allen Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, and with that second pick, I mm, you can't go wrong with an interior. Uh, O-line, they definitely so. interior. Yeah, I might I, it, depending on who's if there's a stud wide receiver that's first. I mean that's left. Mm-hmm. Then they should go there first, but I would definitely go receiver and O line. If you just, Buddy was running for his life last year, <laughs> I hate it. He was mad. 
<laughs> he was, bro. He was like visibly mad. Like he was letting y'all know, like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was, bro. This ain't Ohio State, buddy. Right. Man, I he think he mad. I think he came out in one press press conference to show how how mad he was. Like he was just yeah, he, disappointed in the play. Yeah, he call. came out and said he was mad at Matt Nagy, didn't he? Mm, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. He said he was disappointed in the play calling. Yeah. I agree. The play calling sucks. Yeah. I did Matt Nagy get 12 and 4 with Mr. Biscay? Like everybody thought he was gonna be the next year. Yeah, yeah, that defense was really good. That defense was really good. He's worse than Sean Payton with the play calling. Like he can be really good, but I think he really just overthinks it a lot. And let me tell you another reason. Tariq Cohen, when he was healthy, the yeah. boy was just another piece to the puzzle. Like a, he was kind of like a like a Darren Sproles light, like a you know what I mean, like a watered down version of Darren Sproles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the scat was, back. Like that's not disrespectful saying that. I no, just, it's not. Darren no, Sproles. Not. Darren Sproles is. Just some, he's probably one of the best scat backs I've ever seen. Like, that dude was yeah, he was good. Yeah, I don't I, just, I don't think the the Bears though they're kind of like um the Vikings they're not that far away. Um, I think Nagy he had something with he didn't want Justin Fields and so therefore he acted like a a kid. You know he kind of threw a fit about getting Justin Fields. He wanted who he wanted and it's kind of hard. When someone is picking players for you and telling you what you need, what you're supposed to do when you're a head coach, but in all actuality, they got a pretty good, solid defense. Well, they gave away their best defensive piece, but they're still the Chicago Bears. They're gonna always be good on defense uh, for some reason. They just don't figure if they could ever figure out the offensive side. But the coach that they have, where did he come from? I do not remember. Wait, didn't they get the Colts coach? Didn't they get uh Oh no, that was the Giants. They Giants got uh Brian the ball. No, I'm talking about Everfluss or whatever. Oh yeah, Everfluss. That's his name? That's that's the barrel coach name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh is. no, they getting they getting beat down. You'll never have a you know it, you know that's you can't even say that. That was effort. Edward Sizzahead, he can't even say his name. Oh my God. Matt, Matt Eberfluss. No, he's the defense coordinator for the Colts. I mean, they oh, that's no. a bad signing. Oh, bro, bad? no. That's a because, bad signing. Like, you don't even know the dude, bro. I don't. <laughs> no, nah, it's not even about that, though. You know, let me tell I you why it's a bad sign. I didn't even think about where he came from. Kyle, I'm thinking about Brian DeBall, but he coached the offensive side of the ball. I ain't even thinking about Matt Eberfluss coaching the defense side of the ball. I said it's a bad signing because Justin Fields, he gonna be in the like Giants quarterback. Deshaun, we gonna be like Deshaun was. You can't hire. You gotta defensive hire guy. a defensive guy as a head coach. You gotta go with an offensive guy. Everybody in National Football League, the the good teams have offensive minded coaches. Defensive coordinators don't make good head coaches, man. Bill O'Brien was an offensive. Yeah, but he's an idiot though. Yeah, but but see, but Bill won. He won four. <laughs> NFC South championships too now. He was Yeah, but but I'm just saying when you got the these new quarterbacks like Justin Fields and Justin Herbert and all these guys, you gotta go out and get a guru. You can't yeah, have Yeah, look at the guys that have been in the Super Bowl, winning Super Bowls lately. Stafford yeah. goes with McVay, wins it. I mean Burrow went with Zach Taylor, he was an offensive coach. Right. But a, but a Washington. Uh, the Niners, the Niners with Shanahan. I mean everybody that's coaching that made the playoffs had that guy that was, you know, 
offensive minded. Even Bruce Aarons, you know, you look at um, um, Lafleur, Lafleur, Lafleur with the Packers. Now look at the teams that lost, like the Titans, defensive minded head coach. You know, you know, it got to the point to where you got Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, all on the same offense. You can't score, so that's, yeah. I don't see, know. Edward Flux. <laughs> when you have a defensive coach, it only works with veterans, with veteran QBs who have been in the game for a while. It don't work well with younger QBs. It because they they the head coach and the QB usually have a, a relationship, right? Right. When you talk about Belichick, you talk about Bray. When you talk about Peyton, you talk about Breeze. You know, they always have a, a correlation together. So it, I don't know. I, I don't see him developing in Chicago. He might. Or, or you can do this. You can, if you are going to be a defensive head coach like Brian Flores, you get a good OC. And, you know, you get a good, good OC. And that may be what Chicago's going to do. They're going to have, they probably got a good OC, a good offensive coordinator. And you just coach the defense, you let him coach the offense. But with Justin Fields, he's a quarterback whisperer, somebody that can, um, I think right now the hottest co- coach in the league right now, he hadn't even coached his first game, is Mike McDaniels. I think it's his name, Mike McDaniels from the 49ers that's, going, that's down there in Miami. Have y'all seen what he's been doing in Miami, like all the YouTube videos or Instagram, when he's down there doing the hoot, the Lou Howl and singing and having fun with his players? Like he's like a college coach coaching. In the I like NFL. that guy. Yeah, I like that guy. I, I like him too. I would play for him. He's like – he gets it, so I don't know if it's going to translate into wins. But if 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 uh, two don't pan out this year, they're, they'll go in a different direction because they got some pieces. I mean, oh, they got yeah. Kill now. Yeah, yeah. That's why when Tom Brady was elite to Miami, everybody was like, "That's an all mad Super Bowl contending team." Cause mm-hmm. it's set, it's prime and ready. It's all about it's all on tour now. It falls but, but, on his shoulders. I wouldn't. I would not count that out going forward. Like I was listening to. Dan Patrick, and that was a done deal before Flores did, you know, with lawsuit and stuff like that. Brady was going to be a part owner of the Miami Dolphins, and he was going to be the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. So, That's you know, crazy. that would have been only him. Huge, huge, man, huge. But, um, yeah, man, it's the Dolphins are the only way back. Bro. You know, Brady want to go there and beat the Patriots two times a year too. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and they, I heard that Sean Payton was, was linked to Miami Dolphins. Linked to Miami, yeah, yeah. Man, I yeah. wouldn't hate Sean for that. I was like, man, go get, go get your ring, bro. Go get your yeah. ring. Anybody but the Cowboys, huh? Yeah, anybody but the Cowboys. <laughs> like, uh, uh-uh. can't root for you, Sean. Can't do that. All right, so that that uh rounds up the NC North. We'll move on to the NC East. Uh, Cowboys. Are picking twenty fourth in the NFL draft. RC, who they going with? The Cowboys. They, need to, they don't have GMs and owners that you can draft. <laughs> they need that. They definitely do that. But they got rid of a lot of receivers, man. Like I know they still got CD Lamb and they got Jeremy Gallup, but they got rid of they got like four guys left. That was on so yeah, I, Cedric Wilson went to Miami, Danny. Yeah, and, and what pick do they have again? Twenty fourth. 
I would try to get because the Cowboys need a lot of stuff. So <laughs> for a team that made the playoffs and was good as they were when they played in division, they need another receiver, need another guy or a tight end. So I probably would take a receiver, um, whatever the best receiver available if I was the Cowboys, just to give Dak some more weapons. Um, defensively, they can use a pass rusher as well, but receiver or pass rusher? Probably receiver, just get Dak some more weapons, man, to make him feel good about himself because uh, right now that offense just don't have a lot of pieces. That tight end situation is pretty good. Uh, I forgot the kid's name. Uh, he came on this season. Dalton Schultz. Yeah, Dalton Schultz. That's why they let uh, the other tight end go because uh, Dalton Schultz. Um, he 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 lit it up. So I'm kind I'm kind of on the fence because Dallas defense wasn't great. I mean, they gave up a lot of points, but they also know that know on certain games they turned up. Same with the offense. During games, it was on. Some games, they were off. What happened to Vander Esch, man? I thought he was going to be a star. Injuries. Injuries. Got the injury bug. Derail the know What they say, the, you know, availability. Mm-hmm. Got to be available. If you're not available, then you're not helping your team out. But think about this. So they select Jalen Smith many years ago, and he was, he was really turning out to be great. And then that didn't work out. Vanderrush has been hurt. I, I don't want to put. I don't want to jinx, jinx Michael Parsons, but it's something going on in Dallas where they have a stud on defense, and then he starts getting he starts getting injured after he gets paid. And they have that same problem on on offense. They pay their their offensive players, and they don't play the same way they did before they got paid. So uh, let's see how Dak play a year after getting that getting that big contract, and let's see if. Michael Parsons can duplicate what he did because now everybody has a playbook on him. Yeah, kind of look what happened to Jalen. Right. Remember, Jalen was a stud. Like, he was having a Pro Bowl year. Man, he looked bad last Yeah, all of a sudden, now they say he can't cover. I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah, like, like it happened overnight or something. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was like, I never noticed. But it's the Cowboys. The Cowboys are kind of like playing in the NFC East. They get away with a lot because those teams are really bad, yep. and uh, you don't really know how good the Cowboys is until they play out outside of their division. And that's the same way with the Packers, right? Oh, uh, that one weapon the uh, the Cowboys signed James Washington. Yeah, that's I don't know how y'all feel about James Washington. Like Pittsburgh. Yep, I like him. Him and Ray Ray McLeod were really good. For Pittsburgh. They just didn't have nobody throwing the ball. But so they, you know, they did lose the old line, one of the best old linemen, uh, Collins, to the yeah. Bengals, and they lost Connor Williams to the Dolphins. Yeah, Joe Burrow needed what? <laughs> no way, he, no way, he's going to the Dolphins. Yes. <clears throat> you said, you said, uh, Connor Williams. Connor Williams is going to the. The Dolphins and Collins is going to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, the Cowboys! What in the world? They had to get rid of all those players, man, because of because of. Did they pay? Oh, uh, because of that. Wow. Uh, 
Dang, what's that kid's name? The running back. Tony right. Pollard. Tony Pollard. He he's still like on a rookie deal. But dude, I forgot the Dolphins got Tron Armstead too. Dang you, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They got they they Super Bowl ready now. But the, the problem, the problem right now, man, with the AFC, only one team can go to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Good teams over there. Bills. Wow. Like oh, I'm so glad we got over there, man. Them boys going to be so uh, beat up before they can get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Deshaun should have went NFC, man. I know. He should have went to the NFC and got in Cleveland. Broncos. Cleveland would, will not have enough to compete. Like, I'm trying to tell you, it's going to be a doll fight in the AFC. It's going to be fun to watch, though. Next year's going to be a fun year to watch. It truly is. Blake Jarring, that was the other tight end we couldn't think about that they lost. So, so you saying receivers since they lost Amari Cooper? You know, they they need to do something on the offense side of the ball. I forget about the defense. Cause defense, like I said, sometimes they on, sometimes they not. So I definitely try to help out Dak, try to get his mental state back right. You know, where he feel comfortable in the pocket and with his guys. All right, let's move on to the Eagles. Taylor Gatwood, they are picking 15th and 18th in the first round. Two picks. Use them wisely. Okay, I'm definitely going receiver. I'm getting uh, – <laughs> I mean, dude. Uh, Rager? No, nah, Rager's done for. <laughs> <laughs> Rager's trash. <laughs> like, how can you catch in college but not catch in the NFL? I mean, I'm not saying he's had the best quarterbacks to work with, but he he's dropped trash. some he's bad trash. passes. Yeah, he's trash. Um, and then after probably receiver because they have two first round picks, so receiver, mm-hmm. and they probably need another. They need some secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Darius Slay, but they do need another corner. Um, their their pass rush isn't bad. They have some pretty that good line, legit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're they don't really need pass rushers. Uh, they need another linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, they thin at that position. Maybe another O lineman, but their O line's not bad either. I, I mean, I'd say the first two picks, I'd go receiver and secondary for them. Yeah, I yeah, I probably do the same thing. Just because of Jalen Hurts, like he's he's mobile, so your off your offensive line don't have to be in top ten. Got to be in the middle of the pack, you know, because he can get out the pocket. He can be that Taysom Hill type dude. So uh, they signed Zach Pascal to a one-year deal. They signed Greg Ward to a one-year deal. I don't even sign him back. Um, let's see. What, let's see what they, uh, what did they lose? Also, like they could go receiver and linebacker, or they could go linebacker and secondary in the first round. Go receiver in the second round because it's a pretty deep receiver class. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some some gems in the second round. But I think they need a number one. A number one, because the one they still. You think he's a number huh? two? You think he's a number two in the NFL? Yeah, I think he's a number two. I think I don't. I don't see him as a first. I think he's going to be really good, but I do think they do need maybe because he's smaller. Maybe they can get like a bigger receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, like almost big body. He's like a better Nelson Aguilar. He's just faster, you know. He he can. He's got better hands for sure. Yeah, he got better hands. Nah, I'm not saying like he can't catch, but he's reminds me of like you know how they use Nelson Aguilar to 
run them deep outs and ends and you no know, scratch the field. That yeah. was Devontae Smith though. He I think he worked me, um immediate to long range. So routes. The perfect target for the for them would have been obviously he re-signed with the Chargers, but if they'd have picked up like Mike Williams like, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe they can get like a receiver like that in the draft, like a, a bigger target with some speed. Well, they oh yeah, they picked fifteen. They could get Burks or um, what's another big receiver? Uh, well, Williamson is just like Devontae Smith in my opinion. I think Burks is would be a good target. I mean, Burks. Yeah, I, I watched Burks him. He, he was burning up Alabama secondary this year. Like he, it's not like he's he's doing anything in scrubs. He was in the SEC. Yeah, dude, like six two, like almost like two twenty. Yeah, I like him. Uh, he had that to type body, you know what I'm saying? He can go across the middle and make them catches. They also do that Debo Samuel role. Cause we saw him break a lot of tackles at Arkansas. Yeah, uh, the Eagles have to get better. I think that if they don't turn around, Jalen Hurts might be out of there. I mean, they shouldn't be in the playoffs. That was a, that was they didn't show up. They didn't get off the bus versus Tampa. It was a slaughterhouse. Yeah, you realize it NFL, is. It's just showing that the Eagles have no imagination with their offense. The NFL got that wrong, man. You know, I know they added the extra game, but let's say. Did y'all play the Eagles last year? Yes. Okay, y'all lost or won? We lost. Okay, okay, let's check this out. Now, the way y'all was playing at the end of the year and the way we was playing, let's say the Eagles was the odd man out. Imagine New Orleans going into Tampa Bay for that first game. It's a whole different situation. Because Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay has struggled with the Saints. So now Brady might lose – you know, in that wild court round, you see, and that's the NFL got that wrong. The Eagles, the NFC East, I know you can't, you got to play the schedule and, the, and we, y'all did lose to them, but we beat them and almost not made the playoffs. See, that's why I didn't like about it. I'm like, we beat them handily, but they were not good. I think they were fool's gold. I don't think they were really as good as advertised. Y'all were much better. They caught y'all at the wrong time, but, um, they're, they're another organization. You really don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You really don't can't grasp what they're trying to what they're trying to do with that team. Yeah, they they call it Bermuda Triangle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they just lost. <laughs> they just wondering, trying to find a way out. And I don't even know. I don't see a vision to be honest. If you eagle, if you're an Eagles fan, how can you tell me your team gonna be good when? There's no clear cut visions because they don't even know they want stupid Jalen. Yeah, like the, know. that huh? Eagles that Eagles Super Bowl win was the most random Super Bowl win. Yeah. Well, Carson Wentz. This is before uh, all the injuries. You know what I'm saying? Nick Foles had a magical person. run. Nick Foles just had a magical run. Like I don't know. It was nah, just so- I think it was all the coach. I think it was Doug Pearson. Doug Pearson just put together a masterful game plan. Yeah. And now they can't put now since he's left, you know what I'm saying? They can't put together nothing and they don't you can't tell me that you're going in the right direction when you you unsure about your quarterback situation. If you're unsure about your quarterback situation, then you're not going very far. You're gonna be stuck in that same circle since who who the last good quarterback they had? What Wentz, I guess. 
Jeff Garcia, Delvin and Manal, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> Jeff Garcia, hey, Vic, you remember Jeff Garcia, bro? Vic. <laughs> Vic. But, I, but I think, I think, in, you know, in the Eagles' defense, um, they played. They had one hell of a defense that year. They won the Super Bowl too. They got out the quarterback, and you know they had Michael Jen- Michael Jenkins. I think his name what was Jenkins. Malcolm yeah. Jenkins was in that second. Yeah. Year. Fletcher they had a lot Cox. of leaders, on, you know, Fletcher Cox, on, and Brandon Graham. They had a lot of leaders at each level of that defense. So it was a random Super Bowl win, but it was like that year the league was wide open in the NFC too. So I just feel like the Eagles and the Cowboys, you know, it's just like whoever can figure out. Because um, they both – I think the Eagles have a better coach. So I would put them ahead of the Cowboys if I had to. But. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like the Cowboys do this because they know they bury. I think the Cowboys are single-handedly buried in the Eagles. And I think the Cowboys do this because they know they see who's in this division. They're like, man, we got it every year. And the only reason why the Eagles might put up a fight because of their defense. I think the Cowboys just taking this, this stuff for granted. I don't think they're really serious. Jerry Jones said he wanted a ring, but he can't put a good team together. And the Eagles, they just trying to get to the Cowboys level. Like, that's their main goal is to get to the Cowboys level. Hmm. And they just keep falling short. Uh, when they um, – not Miles Gaskin, um, the running back. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. They just figured out how to use them right. <laughs> Which is so crazy. The bigger, they wouldn't even feed him. And when they did feed him, they, they stopped feeding him. Like, they were like, all right, we're going to give you carries, but we're not going to give you carries. We're going to put you in a little passing game. We're not going to put you in a little passing Like, it was just, it was unfreaking believable. But that's why every time in the fancy draft roll around, I stayed away from Miles Sanders because they just don't know how to use the kid. Yeah, he's talented. Yeah, because I mean, you have a running quarterback who's not the best passer. Like, you got to feed the running back. And he got benched for Jordan Hart, Jordan, uh, Jordan Howard. That's what I'm saying. Like the Eagles, they don't know what they're doing, man. It, Miles Sanders is—he can catch the ball. He can do the same stuff as Joe Mixon, but they refuse to give the kid the carries and get him in the right situation. Like, draw up some plays, man. Just don't turn around and hand the ball off to him. Wide him out. Like, give him emotion. Like, do something. Because he showed potential. Then all of a sudden, like, uh, he, he getting too much light. Now we might have to pay him. Like, it's just dumb. It's really just dumb, man. Even though I know he had injuries, but when he's been healthy, like, dude, just he showed that he can play. All right, uh, Tyler, the Giants have the fifth and seventh pick in the NFL draft. Man, he got I the rough see one. where they going. <laughs> he got the Man. rough one. Right, you took my – I wanted the Eagles, bro, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, with that first pick, if – I hope – I don't think he's going to be there, but maybe if some way he falls there, the uh, offensive tackle from Bama. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be the perfect first pick for them, especially with them not knowing. I don't think they're really sure on what they want to do with Daniel Jones. So, and with there not being really any quarterbacks in this draft that just stick out, like talking about, I think 
it's safe to go uh, offensive line, especially him. Like he nice, he is still yeah. for real. Yeah. And second, uh, I had trouble with that one. Maybe they could definitely use a corner or <laughs> edge rusher. Yeah, they could. They need everything. They need to everything. be honest, they need running back. Yeah, uh, sauce gunner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I wouldn't say running back yet. I mean, give Barkley no. one more year, man. Offense. <laughs> I was just playing. I wasn't get... saying running back. Like, it's no good. Like, it's no running back jumping off in the first round like that anyway. Nah. I think, yeah. But if I would go sauce next. I don't go. I don't, I don't or, just say or this. The, or edge rusher. Tyler, I don't just say this. What? If they think Daniel Jones, that quarterback. They have to go <laughs> O line to fifth pick and receiver to sec- seven. They gotta go all in on this offense. Cause I, right now this offense is poo. Yeah, but I think with them being uncertain, like let's say uh they look into the next draft for a quarterback if they are uncertain. You can't go wrong with an O line. Exactly. You gotta so, build build the trenches. Man, bump this. We got to get Daniel Jones a weapon because he's throwing so, to uh, freaking Kenny Galladay. Bro, you Kenny Galladay, bro. Kenny Galladay's not a slouch, bro. I'm no, not saying not, he was, but he showed acting like a slouch this past season. Throwing hissy fits. He was hurt. Bro, get open. I'd be throwing hissy fits too if I played for the Giants. He can get open. Yeah. So was he a – he wasn't a – What did Matthew Stafford make him look like a number one? Probably, but, but don't say. He, but don't say his name like he just sorry though. Like you just said his name. Like he went to the Pro Bowl like two years ago. Like he's he's a good receiver. I yeah, think he, he's, nice. he's. I think he is good. He's just. I mean the Giants. You know, bro. This is the Giants. Man, they they. I don't know if they really believe in Daniel Jones. I think they just be saying that crap. I remember they said Barkley and Daniel Jones are open. No, they open to move both of them. Nobody but, wants Daniel Jones. Nobody wants him. We don't even know what Daniel Jones can do, though. Bro, he's been playing for like four years, bro. He's trash. But he had like a new coach. He ain't has stability. Has has he? Nah, he hasn't. That, that's that's a very valid argument. I mean, I don't think he's complete trash. He's not like a Sam Donald. He's better than Sam Donald. I'll give yep. him that. He is. But I mean, he hasn't had no line. That's true. He really hasn't. Yeah, I mean, he's, they got to take that tackle. If they don't take the tackle first round, that's yeah, you just take the tackle. Yeah, you take the tackle. You got to protect them. But take the receiver with the second pick. Bump the defense. You going receiver? Uh, we need to score have, some points. I'm not mad at Wait, that, though. I'm not mad at that. And, they have five and seven, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So you want them to go – who you want them to go with? The, which receiver is worth the seventh overall pick? Williamson. But he's but he's coming off an ACL. They don't care. They th- Some a- a- analysts don't really care. They say he'll be ready. I think he's gonna fall. What's their next pick after that? I ain't, I forgot their next pick. Um, I don't think be... they pick against the second, but the wide mm. class is deep. But saying, you, you don't, don't have to take one of those guys. Hmm? You don't think they can get a solid receiver in the second round? Is it late? Wait, second nah, round? Wimson, I do. Wait, because nah. they have an early second round pick. They got an early second round. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Oh, y'all passing on Chris Olave. Uh, not Chris Olave, the other receiver from Ohio State. Um, man, my mind going to play right now. I know you're talking about. They can get a nice receiver next year. They're gonna suck again anyway. Look, they they, they projecting <laughs> Williamson to be a star though. Who? I do. I Williamson. think he's 
I do think he's going to be a star, but I mean, you never know what he's going to be like off the ACL. I mean, he's probably still going to be good, but some people aren't the same after ACL tears. Well, you know who set this organization back on the offense side of the ball? You're talking about Odell, aren't you? No. That's not who he's going to say. You know who he's going to say. set this offense back. I told you. (laughs) Man, he he kind of derailed them. I mean, not really. Yes, really. How? I mean... Because what? they back at square one. They not that good on the offensive side of the ball. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Being, they, being, sucked, being, they sucked when he was healthy. Get him, get him RC. Being these therapy again. Listen, man, what are you saying? Like, you got to understand the Giants. You cannot put this on on Saquon Barkley. No, Ben. No. You can't put this on He's Saquon. He's not available, RC. He's never available. You call his phone and he don't pick up. <laughs> That's Will Fuller. You can't put it on Saquon, man, because he's just a running back playing within that offense. Answer this for me. They in the same aren't they in the same like like they're like just as dysfunctional as every other team in the NFC East? Like everybody in the NFC has NFC East has front office problems. And the Giants, like I mean, they're changing coaches like socks and draws, man. Like it ain't Saquon. Saquon's laying his body on the line for him now. You don't agree with that? Ben, ben what they, body? They, they, they sucked when Saquon was, like, really <laughs> good. Winning Rookie of the Year. He, the, when he won Rookie of the Year that year, they still sucked. <laughs> One year, Gatwood. One year. <laughs> it's cold-blooded. <laughs> that man said, man, you got knees of a 40-year-old at this what point. Body. You go play running back in the NFL and see how it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wanna play running back in the that's why I wanna play running back in the NFL. He's he's shot he how old is he like twenty five? Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's and he, isn't he a free agent? No, nah, he's still he's got he might be Trent Richardson. Bro, don't say that. Do not <laughs> disrespect, do not disrespect him like that. No. no. I'm just looking at the dry I'm just looking at the uh, But not Trent Richardson, bro. I'm just looking at uh, the Giants draft picks in the first round. Oh, they suck at picking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know who their their scouts are. But they must be 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 some toddlers or something. They must be related to Bill O'Brien. Saquon in 2018. Evan Ingram, another NG prone. Why would you take? That's a good pick, though, man. He just he it just, was, but he hasn't. That's another guy that hasn't been available, and now he's gone. Eli Apple in 2016. Wait, wait, wait. Ingram's <laughs> gone. Ingram's gone. Ingram's on the Jags now. Oh my God! They, wow. I'm talking about that guy. That guy is is an awesome weapon. He just ain't had a quarterback, man. That dude. He's like, remember, remember the guy used to play tight end for the for the for the Redskins. Well, I said the Redskins. The <laughs> Commanders. You remember that guy, Jordan Reed? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's Ingram. They most athletic tight ends like like that kid could play, man. That was a good pick, man. Yeah, he was he was insane. The Giants haven't dropped a real well since 2007. Ingram was insane in college. Saquon was a good pick, bro. Don't do that. That had two good picks in the amount of what, 12 years? 13 years? But they want to listen to me, man. Listen to me. Out of all these teams we talked about in the NFCs, 
Two of them has won a Super Bowl recently, right? It's the uh, the Giants and the Eagles have won Super Bowls recently, not just like the past couple of years, but they, they've been more relevant than the Commanders and the Cowboys, the two Cs. You know, they ain't done nothing. Yeah, so, been relevant since they been. the Giants have to rebuild. And then, and then, you know, being that I feel like the Giants probably just, you know, it's, it's bigger. It's a coach issue with them. They have the talent because I like the Tony kid, the wide receiver. Last name is Tony. He's yeah, pretty good. From Florida. Yeah, he was, he was really good in college. He's a, he could be a weapon if they used him right. Right. Hey. Yeah, they just have a series of just – they don't know how to run an organization. But I'm they just look, looking at their draft picks, and they, they ain't hitting on nothing. <laughs> when you don't hit on your draft picks, man, it sets you back. Yeah, you got, you I got to start letting Saquon make it, man. <laughs> I I just know from what I saw, I I kept up with him the last two years because you know he was on my fantasy squad, so I paid really close attention to him. But you gotta you you gotta take the the fantasy side away from it, Ben. You, yes, you gotta, I, I know. I'm saying I'm correlated with me watching his tape, with me watching him play. It's not I want to be like, oh, you know. He didn't give me a touchdown. I was watching his game. I was just watching to see what he was doing. I was like, I agree with you. He saying, looking like, slow. He looking slow at his cuts. He did. He did not look good last year. But I agree with that. But like, I'm. I'm just give him. We gotta at least give him one more year. Give him the benefit of the doubt. He came off an injury last year, a major injury. Let's give him when, one more year, and then we can. When, we when can Booker see. looking better than you, and we don't even know where Booker came from, then who scored a touchdown a to beat the Saints? <laughs> Marshawn, man, Marshawn always oh, do this dumb you know, stuff, man. I, I just, I hate to use that as an example. Because Marshawn <laughs> didn't take it serious. He's he like, oh, we got an old busted knees Saquon out here on me. I ain't going to pay him no mind. That's why he's salty about it. <laughs> no, it's not. I promise you. <laughs> because, you know, I we, we, we were winning and we lost it. But Saquon, uh, Marshawn didn't take him seriously because he saw Saquon. He said, man, he had two ACL tears. Isn't this dude ain't gonna do nothing? And that's Marshawn for you. See, that's how that's how you know Barkley didn't mean nothing. When when Marshawn don't take you seriously, he don't think you he don't think you all that. But ACL tears now is not like it was years ago. Like you can tear your ACL and medicine. Yeah, that's true. Man, I saw a guy. You seeing guys now tear their Achilles and come back and play sports? It's like it's crazy. Yeah. Well. We're going to see with Saquon. We're going to see. I'm be watching him closely again. All right. The commanders are up <laughs> with the 11th pick in the first round. So I was thinking to myself, uh, they got Carson Wentz now. And um, Lord help him. Terry McLaurin, they getting Logan Thomas back. Um. Like, what do they really need? Gibson. They got Gibson at running back. Daniel Gibson. They got the backup. Uh, what's the like, hmm. They're actually a pretty good team, man. They're, like, sneaky good. They just the defense defense will carry them. They will fire you up. You don't pay attention to them. Yeah, like, don't, I'm, I'm, don't sleep on them in the game, man. They are difficult. They had th- – think about it. They beat Tom Brady last year handily. Yep. They, they lit him up. I'm telling my dead pass rushing. Then you got you got the Chase Young coming back. You know, you still got Montez Sweat. You got Anderson in the middle. Like, they're a problem. They just got the worst name in football. 
keep I, I I still call him Washington. I still haven't got used to the Commanders. I just call him Washington. Washington football team was definitely better than. The so, team. what do you say? I wouldn't say the worst. Washington football team was definitely better than the Commanders. Yes. Team. Yeah, I like Washington football team, so I just keep calling them Washington. I don't, like I'm not even like the, the commanders, commanders right now. The Commanders is so XFL, so USFL. <laughs> it is so like. It's like a fiction, fictional team that you're watching in a movie. Uh, the commanders are playing the Camachos. You're like, what the? You know, it's not. <laughs> he said a Camacho. <laughs> it, don't, it don't make any sense. It's like it's not NFL. NFL hit with all their names, their team names, even the Texans. You know, like, all they did was just go back and reach it. The Texans was actually a team in the National Football League. Why are you just going mm-hmm. to go back and be like, look for a name that you probably, the Washington Generals or something like that, that you used once? And, um, Even the Browns sound like an NFL team. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking to myself about Washington, uh, about their offense side. Because we know their defense legit. I've seen some Mark Drafts had them taking another D line. I'm like, why? They already can generate pass rush and everything. And so I did a little deep research. The Washington commander was 23rd in points per game. 20th in red score scoring percentage, 21st in total yards, 22nd in passing yards, 23rd in sacks per game. So they allowed that QB getting sacked a lot. What was their de- so, What was their defensive? You know their defensive. Nah, I didn't look at. I didn't look at their defense. I know they were top ten. Yeah, their defense is good. So I'm like, I'm not going defense. That offense is terrible. When you in the 20s in almost every category. You have to be for that. You okay. gotta score points. You the got problem it. that they had was, I like Ted Tyler Heineken. Ty- Taylor Tyler. But the thing, thing about it is, you played all your. You played a season with a guy that was uh, at one time on the street. So to win games in the National Football League, you need a quarterback, and that's all they missing, man. It's a quarterback. If Carson Wentz is healthy. Big if the commanders are going to the playoffs, huh? Just, right? hope, just, just hope, uh, just hope they don't play the Jaguars to make the playoffs. Hmm. Write it down, though. The commanders, well, I'm picking the commanders to go to the playoffs, man. Right <laughs> That's not too far fetched. They made it a couple years back, well, two years back. Uh, I'm going offensive line because it's just 20 when you 23 and sets allowed. Yes, yeah, Carson Wentz ain't going to survive. No, he won't. I take that back. They're not going to the playoffs. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be dead by he's gonna be dead by November. He him, he goes down in history as the only person I've ever known or ever heard of spraining both his ankles in one game. I just can't get over that. How is that possible? Yeah, that's that's A D level injury right there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Unbelievable. I don't know how you do that, man. He just dude just frazzled. You gotta have to put him in a full body cast. Yeah, I tell Taylor Heineke to keep them cleats laced up, yep. you know, because he might be going back in the game soon. With that O line, oh my word! Cause I don't think like man, they need to get a receiver. They gotta put somebody on the opposite side of uh of uh, McLaurin. But I was like, nah, he ain't baby get the ball off in time. It, it, it with that running game, you know, the running game was still top notch, but. They not gonna be able to get the ball off. So I'm like, man, we gotta beef up the O line if they wanna have a chance. You know, they they only two years removed from the playoffs, so they got a chance to get back in it. 
So we're gonna see what uh old Carson Wentz. What uh what uh Shannon Sharp be saying, oh walk me to him. What he be saying? Walk it to him when <laughs> walk me to him. <laughs> <laughs> Why he saw call him that? Oh no. <laughs> I don't know either. That's a that's a weird nickname to give Carson Wentz because he ain't walking nowhere. Self in the cast. Not with two bad ankles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh Dustin won't be able to get on tonight. He said he got a form pharmacology test tomorrow. I don't know, so, bro. That boy's smart. Yeah, he's yeah. he's studying to be a doctor or whatever. I don't know. He so ain't studying to be a legend, but he's studying to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Lakers fired coach Frank, uh, Frank Fogel. And the interesting thing about this whole process was Russell Westbrook comments, you know, asking him about the whole situation. The dude is in denial. Uh, it's just funny. Well, I'm about to read his comment. It's just funny that he he don't see the problem. He said, "Uh, this is Russell Westbrook on Frank on Frank Vogel. I'm not sure what his issue was with me. Uh, I just felt that I never was given a fair chance just to be who I need to be and to be able to help this team." RC, what in the world is he talking about? Well, I, I really, when I first heard it, I was watching it on uh, on Undisputed, and Shannon was going on. Shannon be yelling, man. I can't believe he's just going off. Like he's having a nervous breakdown. I'm like, for those of us who've been watching Russ, this is him. This has been him all his whole career. I'm not surprised by the comment. I mean, that's narcissistic behavior, bro. Like you can't. He has no self awareness. He don't. He don't realize that he's been allowed to play the way he played. That's why it ain't working out. And Frank Vogel actually was one of the few coaches that probably reprimanded him. That probably told him, "Hey, man, look, you can't play that way. You can't just continuously turn the ball over. You can't act like you don't care. You can't, you know, try to fight the crowd because the crowd is at your neck. Like he just carries on like." He he's just um, you know invisible. He's just um, you know he's he didn't even admit to any kind of you know. I don't think I heard him say, "Hey, I played. I had some bad games. I was a part of the reason why we didn't make the playoffs." So it's just Russ being Russ, man. Now we're starting to see and better understand why KD left Oklahoma City. Um, KD don't really look like a snake anymore to me. He really looked like a smart man. Um, he was trying to get out of there by any means necessary because Russ is. Russ is he's more than delusional, bro. When you start putting on dresses, something oh, <laughs> seriously wrong with him. So, you know, it's he bigger. Don't know he's, he don't know he's the daddy of the mama. Oh, that that too, bro. Don't talk. He's a good dad though. He's an awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great dad. He's a, he's a great dad. But this, I was just saying, he's a great, a great mama guy too, too. Apparently, wow. All right, bro. But, you, but, but think about it, Russ. <laughs> Russ played this tough guy image in Oklahoma City. Then he gets to Los Angeles, and he becomes the Pillsbury Doughboy. I don't understand it. So, that's charming. So, Tyler, I know you heard his comments about uh, the team not letting him uh, play like he wanted to play. And he said that, according to uh, some some sources, that Russell, Brooke, Russell Westbrook was like, uh, 
I'm the one. I'm the point guard. I'm carrying the ball up court. Nobody else don't need to. Give me the ball. What do you think about what he's saying about LeBron shouldn't carry the ball up court? Uh, 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 none. No, the other guys. Uh, and he's saying, I'm the point guard. Give the ball to me. And Frank Vogel was like, everybody's a point guard. Everybody can handle the ball. And Westbrook was just adamant about him carrying the ball up himself. Yeah, he is like RC said. He's real narcissistic. He, I don't, I just don't get it. Like he's always said crazy stuff like this all season. Yeah, I know y'all remember when he was like, "I can turn the ball over." <laughs> like, what do you mean, bro? <laughs> you can't do that. Guard, you're a point guard. You talking about I'm the point guard? You then you gonna say I can turn the ball over? That's not how this works, Russell. <laughs> now he get a pass, guy. Russell Re- Russell Westbrook. Right. Like them triple doubles over. Them triple doubles over with, man. <laughs> but My I, goodness. I hate it in the NBA. You can really a coach can get fired for coaching. He has Frank Vogel has almost no blame. If you ask me, look what he had to work with, and then he he coaches Russell Westbrook and benches him. That's true. Right. So I found this stat that was pretty interesting. Uh. When the Lakers had Robin uh, Lopez, uh, Randall, Ingram, Lonzo, they were 35 and 47. That was a 17 to 18 season. <laughs> but with AD, Westbrook, Melo, and LeBron, they went 33 and 49. <laughs> yeah. All right. So LeBron came out and said it's not a failed season. Gatwood. <laughs> That's not a failed season. Call a spade a spade. That's not a failed season. Yes. I thought they were supposed to be a super team. How's that not a failed season? Apparently, it's not a failed season in his eyes. Because he averaged 30 a game? <laughs> right. Right. He said, I didn't have a failed season. No yeah. I, I didn't suck. Season. Y'all suck. That's how you <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> think that's what we're really saying here. You know what I'm saying? You got to read in between the lines of what's really going on. He said that it wasn't a failed season. He said, I had a good season. I didn't like AD's comments when he was saying we had more start lineups than wins. That sounds like an excuse to me, man. Look that's at the Warriors. Facts, though. It, but the but, Warriors went through the same thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And they won so, 50 games. Yeah, and you don't hear Steph complaining. I mean, they are in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they make a, a world difference when you know. They got, they got young guys, though. Everybody on the Lakers old. That was, listen, they shouldn't have built the roster like that. I see the. I, I listen to Norm Nixon talk about. He's a former Laker. Talk about LeBron James. He said something that I said. Ben's probably going to use this as ammunition. He said, "Watch LeBron James after he turns the ball over or he misses a shot. He never gets back in the picture. He's still on the other end of the court." And they said Vogel got onto him or gets onto him, and he don't like being. Challenge that way. And they said as you, as you start getting older as an athlete, you don't want to run as much. 19, 20 years in the NBA, he yeah, he averaged crazy numbers offensively, but he didn't he never he didn't play defense and he didn't get back on defense after he made a mistake. And that and that's the problem. You can't be the you can't have the, the top dog playing that way because this everybody else just trickles down to everybody else. That's very true. Uh when you're the leader. You can't carry that type of body language, Sky. It comes contagious. 
where they're like, well, he's doing it, you know, that's our leader. Well, I don't act like that too. When I not when I don't get called, I don't like. I'm not gonna hustle back. I'm not. I'm gonna argue with the ref. I'm gonna look at the ref crazy. You know what I'm saying? Still getting back on defense and trying to make up for it. And yeah. that's a, that's one of the prime examples of why I don't like LeBron because he's a flopper and crybaby. You know, uh, when someone don't go away, he he thinks he's gonna get the superstar treatment and get every call. I mean, he it's is. just like Shaq. When Shaq got fouled, you know what I'm saying? He's big, so they ain't really give him all his foul calls. Hey, if you wanna if you wanna hear LeBron hate, just fast forward to the end of our podcast every time. That the <laughs> 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 Your daily dose of LeBron hate coming to you. <laughs> hey, if y'all want uh, a daily dose of LeBron hate. Sign up for it. I can send y'all follow follow quote. Ben Reynolds at VOF. <laughs> <laughs> I can send a daily quote, inspiration LeBron quote to start your day off right. And uh yeah, get you get you ready for uh NBA season. Dustin, but, he, he still ain't looked into the therapy yet, has he? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's working, you know. The, the Lakers not in the playoffs, I'm feeling good, you know. That's, you a temp- that's a temporary band aid. <laughs> you ever met somebody that's happy their team not in the playoffs, bro? <laughs> I swear. I swear. Never seen anything like it. But, uh, I mean, let me change it. I'm happy LeBron not in the playoffs. I hope they blow this thing up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, rebuild, just ship all these pieces out, bring in some fresh young guys who want to play defense, who want to uh, listen to the coaches, who want to yeah, get better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree with all that, man. I'm I'm kind of over the LeBron James experience. Like, he's he's a great player. I don't feel like as much as he talk and much as he carries carries on, he don't have to do that. His name is in the cement. Mm-hmm. He's an all time great. He don't have to keep reminding. It's like he's campaigning for a position that he already has. Like, dude, you are the you are one of the best players to ever play the game. You don't have to do this. You don't have to. You don't have to. Make it about you. And so I'm just ready for it to be over with, man. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing about in the headlines, man. LeBron, please go somewhere else, dude. S- save <laughs> us all the anguish and the hype. Got everybody hype this season about, oh, man, look at all these. Especially Tyler, man. He fanboying over there with his Laker flag, you know, <laughs> waving it proudly. And uh, he, he talking about, man, look at who we got. Kendrick Nunn, man. We got Melo. We we sent all these players. Hey, man. Right. It, it was sounding good great. at first, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I couldn't hear. No, Tyler sent me constant LeBron content. You know, I was like, this dude right here, I hope they really fail now. See, it's all oh on you, my. Tyler. Wow. crying on your downfall. <laughs> good Lord. Hey, greatness. No, hey, hey, greatness, bro. Hey, I ain't going to lie. When the Lakers lose or something LeBron do, bro, I, said, I hit Tyler <laughs> immediately. <laughs> He'll be like, yes. <laughs> they lost. Start calling Ben Lieutenant Dan. You're right. <laughs> hey, ben. hey, Ben, he's got his he's got his LeBron Cavs jersey on right now. He didn't burn it for a reason. Man, I let my I let, I gave it to my dog. <laughs> let him sleep on it, you know, bite it, rip it up, where his little chew little chew uh chew toy. <laughs> have it, you know what I'm saying? So uh y'all know the play in games that are happening right now. Really? Uh, the Cavaliers came almost came back though. It was one eight. It was one oh eight to one fifteen. But we already knew the Nets gonna win. I had my finger crossed, but you know, I ain't trying to buy no meals over here. Yeah. Uh, 
Right now, Clippers are beating the Timberwolves 45 to 44. So it's close. Hey, but you still got the Sixers coming out the East, Ben? Nah, I had the Sixers outpacing the Nets. Oh, okay. But I don't want a refund, though. He's scared, like, get he's scared one. now, look. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, he made that bit. <laughs> I should never. I can't stand hard. I don't know why. Yes, I sir. Come on, I bro. got hype for Embiid, man. I thought, man. Nah. Fool's no, gold, man. Down. I never liked Harden. Why did I do this? <laughs> no, I no, never man. liked Harden. Later. Later. Put your money on the wrong guy, buddy. Yep. Hey, oh, my goodness. It's just like, dude, that train so much still have a pop belly. It's unbelievable. <laughs> hey, they fool him, though, man, because he's in Philadelphia, and they don't play over there. You see what they did to Ben Simmons? <laughs> took his whole brain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> left him motionless. Why he he want to be in the studio with Lil Durk and now? Yeah, man, that's another thing. Give me ball hard, man. He be out fanboying with all these rappers, man. Fanboying, they're fanboying on him, bro. Nah, uh, nah. well, nah. Every time I see he's smiling in the background, nah, him just happy him to be a part of it. Him and Lil oh, Baby man. look like childhood best friends. Man, sick me, man. They all in Paris together. Boy, if you don't go <laughs> get some shots up <laughs> on dates, yeah, I'll play in the city of love on Gatwood. Stop hating, bro. Wee wee. You stick to the bra. I like it better when you stick to the bra. <laughs> nah, I gotta give Harden some hate, bro. He laying me down. Shanira <laughs> went with him. Skip Reynolds. <laughs> ben, ben Bayless. <laughs> hey. Come on, Skip. Skip. <laughs> oh, my word. It just. Bruh. LeBron and Harden. At least LeBron. LeBron's all right, so, all time uh, great. Hey, yeah, at least, at least you can say that about LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to head off his pod. <laughs> hard and oh my word Like Jeez. listen that would, Listen man Deshaun Watson You'll never get a the only, ben, only reason why Ben talks crazy about Deshaun Watson Because he picked the Browns over the Saints <laughs> But But when it comes to James Harden We cannot defend James James Harden He's like He's like the most unreliable, untrustworthy as a fan. You cannot argue for James Harden. I used to argue for James Harden all the time, man. Oh, I, I hate it. it. I, I can't, I'm the same way. I'm, I mean, I always argue with him. When he, argue for him when he's on the Rockets, but he's a different type person now. He man, is. He sound like a like a girlfriend trying with to get the Rockets stuff. He wanted to win. Man. He did want to win with the Rockets. He's a different sure. person now. He, you know, you know, just don't, don't know who she anymore. is anymore. <laughs> you don't have multiple girlfriends anymore. But yes, one. I would defend Deshaun till I'm blue in the face. Though Harden, I understand. So I can understand the hate with Harden, but don't. But don't. I mean, I understand Deshaun does have some. some even flaws. though, he, even though he hit twenty six. What? Oh no! Hmm? No no no! Twenty two. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to no, talk about no, that. No, no. Stop! Just stop. <laughs> Bro, Ben got to go, bro. <laughs> ben, it's your bedtime, bro. Ben, on, bro. I'm, just, I'm just asking. So, I'm just like, you saying you never... This man here, bro. <laughs> Somebody get that timestamp right there. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying, even wow. though with that 22 on him. Oh, he said it again. First time. Bro. I don't know, bro. Can we just all respect each other's favorite athletes? I mean, dang. 
Hey, don't act like hey, don't act like Kobe didn't get accused of, of some stuff. He had <laughs> sexual relations. That's a totally different from <laughs> bro, y'all have to stop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Please, he cheated on his wife, but Ben, it was willingly. It was all willingly. <laughs> Yo, boy, it's crazy. Bro. All right, I did want to bring up one more thing for in this pod. Did y'all see what happened to Cam Newton? Yes, I did. Why, bro. Why do people know that they just can't say stuff like that anymore? Yeah. Like, Damn, I mean, all right, don't read what you said. I think it's this like a paraphrasing. Uh, the whole conversation. He begins by distinguishing between a woman and a a bad chick. He later defend, defines a woman as handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs. And mm. then he's then he declares uh, when a woman when a woman declares herself to be a a boss chick, uh, but you can't cook. You you don't you you don't <laughs> know when to fight. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. All right, I want to just say this about Cam Newton. He was on to something. <laughs> then he just like he got totally went. He got toy. He got flashbacks or something about some of his power relationship. He went. He talked to a specific female, what especially about the one talk too much. So I was like, I, first of all, I was like, okay, I might be on Cam Newton's side. Then I like thought about it. I was like. He can't really speak on much because I heard he has seven kids with like four baby mamas or five. Hmm. So, first of all, you expect this, but in your reality, it's totally different from your expectation. So, you're kind of like a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Because you out here, you know, expecting a woman to be this, but what are women's expectations of you? And you out here just knocking up women willingly. Then you can't really speak on it. You know what I'm saying? If you're not living what you not practicing what you preach, then you just be out there being a hoe too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you talking about women, you can't use words like can't cook and don't know when to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You just can't, bro. Can't do it. I like like the whole cooking thing too. Like my wife, she can cook. Like she do she let me lead the household. Like when it comes to important decisions, she you know, we talk about it and then you no, know, come to a final decision, but mm-hmm. she let me be the man of the house. You know what I'm saying? And I get that, but we worked at it. Like it wasn't just like, oh, I, I'm just like the absolute ruler. Now it's like a, it's a relationship. So you know, we gotta make choices together. Right. And I don't think he understand how a marriage or a relationship works. You know, it's true. The man supposed to be, you know, the provider. And all this uh, protector and you know this and this and this, but in today's age, you know, women doing great things too, and they, you know, they being successful on their own. So when you get together with a successful woman, you got just how to, uh, you know, find that role that defines them. Cause every relationship is different, but in a in a man aspect, yes, a man want to feel like he's a leader. He's you know. And it's up to the woman to make him feel like that, but not he's absolute ruler, point blank. You know, don't talk to me, don't say anything. No, I'm the man, so everything goes my way. And I think Cam knew, you know, it's a, it's a, what he's saying too is like a southern thing too, about the women cooking. Cause down here, 
you know, we expect. Well, I want to say expect, but where Cam from? Florida. He's from. I want. No, he's not from Alabama. He's from Florida, hmm. I think. Isn't he? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, in the he's south, from, like he's from Georgia. You know, we, yeah. uh, he's, from, he's from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So in the south, you know, we that's what women do down here is cook. So he just you said you know home cooking, and if seemed like the women he chose can't do none of that, so that's on him. If 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 you want a woman that can cook and do all the other types, so we'll look for that type of woman because that's plenty of women out here that you know that still hold true to them type of values. Just gotta link up with him, but he can't say that stuff then, but live a different lifestyle from what he's preaching about. Bro, hire a cook, bro. You're a millionaire. <laughs> now sometimes I want home cook. You know, my wife can cook; she can do all that. But that's not the reason I married her. You know what I'm saying? I married a woman that couldn't cook. You know, it's it's just something. It's all about you can't say, bro. Especially in the public eye, some stuff you just shouldn't say. Yeah, that's all it boils down to. Because you know, uh, y'all probably y'all don't have any kids, Tyler and Gatwood. So you know, y'all probably can say like, I want my woman to be this and this and that. Because that was your your expectation of relationship would be. I yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with having a preference, but just watch how you speak on it. It sounds like he hurt, bro. It sounds like it's just like, it's not like he went through just, and he talked just, about somebody. Just because you got a preference don't mean you gotta talk about it. That's that's true too, Gary. Yeah, I probably somebody asked me about that, about women talking too much or they know you just gonna have to find a woman that that doesn't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just say like, all women do that. Like, if I prefer my female not to know to be uh, out there like that, just talking, like talking too much, then I'm not going to go for a girl like that. I'm going to go for a woman that's like, you know, kind of shy or kind of sweet. You know what I'm saying? Stuff you just gotta be quiet about, bro. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dudes, they saying he ain't saying nothing wrong. I, I bet. I'm gonna tell you the problem, bro. Huh? I'm gonna tell you what's going on. It's too many podcasts, too many people with opinions. And what happens is everybody feel like their way is the way. Have you looked at Cam Newton? <laughs> he dressed like a woman. Okay, but not only that, he dressed like somebody who's still looking and trying to find himself. And not so much of how he dressed. He's he's very opinionated, but people are very opinionated about him. And most people who don't like being judged, they love judging other people. So when I heard him say that, I was like, you got to check yourself. You said it over the airwaves, and that's your opinion. Like you said, he's probably speaking from personal experience. So, but you can't, with the whole me too <laughs> Everything that's going on in the world, but you gotta watch what you say. Unless you got money, unless you got, you know, if you got a great lawyer, if you got time, because, you know, that's just he thought he was giving some game because on million dollar worth of game, I think it was. He thought he was, you know, being being very Yay. wise, but really, you just you don't that's always fair. like Tyler said, you don't always gotta have something to say, man. You gotta, yeah, like if somebody asked me, I'm like. Yeah. You know, I believe what I believe, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, marriage and about relationship, man. 
if if I was somebody if I if I was on a marriage counseling podcast, then I'll give my opinion. But I'm just talking with the boys shooting, you, you know, shooting that, or whatever. Though. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make myself seem like I know it all and make it seem like you know just the way it should be. No, kind of Gatwood, they look at oh uh, how a woman should be differently from me. I mean, it's not right or wrong. If a man won't be a stay home dad, yeah. shoot, let him be the stay home dad. Let the money, let the wife be the breadwinner. You know, as long he know his role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it am PR stuff, bro. You just gotta watch what you say, how you say it. Yeah, and you know, what I'm saying that he said he wasn't calling them a bad, you know, bad B. You know, he's saying that claiming how some women, uh, what they call themselves. And me, for me, like, I don't really like using that term. So that was really like a turn off for me when, like, females call themselves that. I ain't really like that term. Yeah. So that's just something. See, everybody just had their own opinions. I know my friend, he went for girls like that. He like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't want to talk to her. But me, I was like, nah, that's not really my type. Thank you guys for tuning in to the show. Like and subscribe to our social media accounts. They will be located in the show notes. Also, we have a merchandise store now. Check it out on PodSquadInc.com. Thank you guys for the love and support. We out of here. You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler 